0: hello everyone and welcome to another wonderful episode of uninformed no reading no research just strong opinions i'm your co-host bill burr and this is the lovely uh joe DeRosa, everybody and and today's topic joe i guess we're going to talk about surprises (laughs) because you (laughs) you you've decided the topic and i have no idea
1: what it's going to be uh the t- well, the topic overall can be surprises, and one of the surprises today... Surprise me, Joe, with the topic. Uh, we talked a bit about the Oscars last month, uh, and the Oscars are actually happening this month in March. Um, I don't know if they happened yet. I don't know when this is posting.
0: They don't have a host, Joe. They don't have a host. And they couldn't find somebody that didn't offend somebody seven years ago, so they don't have a host. Well, the, uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit of that, and it's also a
1: little bit of people saying... I don't want to do it. You know, that's what I'm saying. Who, 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 yeah, who wants it's like, that it's like, FBI it's like, background check? It's shit? like
0: running for the F, It's like running for president now. Yeah, all the decent people like ah, I'm not going to put my family through that. Mm-mm. But it takes a real psycho to say fuck my family. I'm running anyway. Yeah, let's do it. Uh,
1: I uh, w- w- the, 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 another Oscar ceremony that had no host, and I want to talk about it. Was the sixtieth six zero annual Academy Awards. Uh, this is considered the most disastrous Academy Awards in history. So that happened in the 80s. Uh, Rain Man won for Best Picture. So, yeah, 89. 1989. March 29th, 1989. Uh, a man named Alan Carr produced it. And Alan Carr was, I guess, a producer in Hollywood. Uh, and he was did quite well for himself. But he was also known for throwing these legendary... Hollywood parties, right? right? So they're like, we want you to come in. We want you to produce the Oscars this year. He's like, it's going to be the antithesis of Tacky. It's going to be everything beautiful and wonderful that this show should be. Guy comes in, produces this thing, ends his fucking career. <laughs> what do you mean, ended his career? Ended his career because it, it was such a fucking disaster that they were, that
0: he couldn't get hired anymore. Anywhere at all? I mean, look... His career took a dip. I mean, somebody somewhere had to be like, Let, listen, let's put it, I know he fucked up the Oscars, but we're doing an independent film here. This guy's got experience. Let's put it this
1: way. If you're Spielberg and then all of a sudden you're directing TV shows because of something like this, you know what I
0: mean? It's like, oh, it's yeah, like it yeah, ended. Yeah, yeah. It didn't go too well. You know, um, he got busted down to the minors. He got busted down to private. Well, he, what happened? Well, for was starters, a disaster? every year it's a bit of a disaster. He opens this fucking thing, dude. Let me
1: get down to, like, where the uh, nominees.
0: Where's the, we got to get this guy on the podcast. He's dead. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. Well, gotta, that's a surprise. Uh,
1: hold on. The ceremony. Here we go. They call him old scrolling Joe over there. I'm on Wikipedia right now. In an attempt to attract viewers to the telecast, and increase interest in the festivities, the Academy hired film producer and veteran Oscar ceremony, executive talent
0: coordinator, Alan Carr. Okay. So this is why they bring him in. Uh, So he was a talent coordinator and they say, you know what? We're going to bump you up. You're going to produce this thing. Yeah. Because,
1: because apparently this guy threw these fucking parties that were just like, you know, he just knew how to put an event together. Um, This is fun fact, this is the Oscars where and the Oscar goes to. That phrase was coined at this ceremony. Mm -hmm. Uh I don't know what did something, right? Yeah, I don't know what they were saying before that, but uh okay, so he opens the show. Sugar tits, get up here and get your thing. That's what they (laughs) used to say before that. He opens the show with a 12-minute song and dance number. (laughs) Uh it was a medley of songs. One of the one of the parts of the thing was Rob Lowe singing "Proud Mary." <laughs> oh my God, I remember this. Uh, the entire show, the entire event. This number was at the top, very top. The entire show opens with with the lady playing Snow White. And she's going. Ooh, I dream that I, I would. I would. I want to be in Hollywood. That's my wish, or whatever. And then Snow White goes on stage. This fucking idiot never got permission, so Disney sued them. <laughs> like we didn't say you could use that. Oh my god! <laughs> this is the opening of the show, and the thing goes twelve minutes long. Twelve minutes long. Los Angeles Time Television critic Howard Rosenberg lamented. The Academy Awards telecast on ABC was surprisingly devoid of magic. It was on the musty side. Uh, And compared to last month's Grammy cast, absolutely moribund. Uh, Film critic Janet Maslin said, This deserves a permanent place in the annals of Oscar embarrassments. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) All right, this is really good. So then he does this other thing. In the middle, he does this big number, okay? And it's called, I want to be an Oscar winner. Again, another fucking song and dance number, okay? This thing is.
0: Can you imagine being the poor bastard after you watched 12 minutes of singing bombing to have to now go out like an hour later and sing more? Ugh, dude. This thing you can find both of these on YouTube, and I watched. I, I don't like watching failure like this.
1: I watched the second one. I want to be a. I want to be an Oscar winner. Uh, it's. It was a, supposed to be a showcase for young Hollywood. And dude, you, you're watching this thing. You're like, who the fuck are these people? Like, you, I, you know what I mean? Like, I recognize two of them. I recognize Blair Underwood and Corey Feldman. Those are the two I recognize out of everybody in this uh-huh. fucking thing you're like what is going these these weren't the stars of tomorrow like what who the fuck is all all these and sure enough i looked it all up and it's like every single person was like she's the daughter of phil
0: mogul you know what i mean it was all nepotism and shit oh yeah that's how it works Joe. um if you get a job driving a garbage truck your kid's all set he'd be hanging off the back of it by the time he's 17 uh
1: bowman who played snow white claimed she was made to sign a gag order the next day, prohibiting her from speaking to the press about her performance for the next 13 years. She didn't talk about it publicly until 2013 in an interview in which she described the performance as looking like a gay bar mitzvah. Thir- so she, she didn't talk about it for 23 fucking years. Did she continue to work? I have no idea.
0: She waited till that dude died. Yeah. No, I think he died a long time ago. He probably died that night, Joe. He just kept living.
1: 12-minute opening number. That's fucking insane. But, dude, there's a clip of Walter Matthau, and it's awesome because it's a guy that doesn't deal with the bullshit. You know what I mean? He's coming out to present. Uh, I guess they're giving, like, Lucille Ball and Bob Hope some kind of, like, lifetime achievement thing. She died, like, a month later. Yeah, exactly. She died April 89. I remember that. Yeah. And and <clears throat> the one that's going to present it, like, or that's going to introduce them to come out and do this. And he comes out and he's just like, so, uh, and he starts reading the thing and he goes, could, "Could you slow down, please? You're you're moving it too fast. I can't keep up with the prompter." And then he just goes, "Fine, I'll read it off the paper then," and pulls a fucking piece of paper. <laughs> out of his thing and he's just dude you can just see the fucking steam coming off of his head and he makes a joke about how he drove down from some town that he lives in and it begins with a C I can't remember the name of it and uh and it gets this chuckle and he goes words with a C are funny anyway (laughs) Jesus but it's just a guy that's like go fuck yourselves I don't have to be here I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, I'm part of this fucking dog and pony show. It's awesome, dude. The clips are awesome. It's worth checking out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No host. You should watch the mathow one at least. Walter. Yeah. You a mathow fan, Bill?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was our first Jack surprise Lennon, for Walter, today, Bill. Well, Joe, I got to tell you something. That's I got a surprise for you, Joe. What's that? How about a nice fucking slap to the chops? <laughs> That's my fucking surprise. Well, yeah, that doesn't seem too nice, you know. Well, it's supposed to surprise you. Sometimes a surprise can be good. If you ever had anybody throw you a surprise party, Joe? Never. Is that something you'd like? Of course. It means you're, you're loved. Liked. Who wouldn't like that? Who wouldn't like a surprise party? You must have heard Bobby's story about that, right? I was there. I was part of it. Did you know the Patrice background on that? Uh, I feel like I do and I forget. What is it? Patrice called him up before it. He goes, Bobby, I got to tell you something. Your wife is going to throw you a surprise party. I don't like surprises. She's going to throw you a surprise party. I just want to let you know because I don't like surprises. And then Bobby goes, Patrice, what the fuck? I love surprises. My whole life I'd want somebody to throw me a surprise party. And he goes, oh, shit. Bobby, you got to act surprised. You can't. (laughs) Bobby told me that story on his podcast, and his wife was listening, and she got mad again because I think he told her, like, years later. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. The, uh, yeah, my buddy's wife, it, it was so funny, dude. We, we, my buddy Scott, it was his 30th birthday, I think. Thir, wait, thir, no, not 30th. 20th, I forget. His girlfriend, his, wife, his now wife, but she was his girlfriend at the time. She threw him a big surprise party. And she's like, you guys got to get him out of the fucking house for like hours. Uh So I made up this whole thing that I had. I was I was new in comedy. I made up this whole thing that I had a show down in Philly. And we had to go, you know, I got them to come with me. And and then I forgot something and I had to drive. You know, that was how we were going to go back to his place. Oh, I forgot this or whatever. And he's just going along with all of it. Like, like it's taken no effort. It's almost weird. And then the next morning, we're all hung over at breakfast. He's not there. And my buddy Jamie's like, he fucking knew, dude. He fucking knew. And I was like, how the fuck did he know, man? Oh, that's the worst. I go, I thought he was going along with it too easy. How did he know? And he goes, it was the ultimate betrayal. She told him. (laughs) She told him? The girlfriend told him because they got into a fight. And he was like, you don't appreciate me. You don't do anything for me. And she's like, I don't, you fucking asshole. Oh. <laughs> Total, f- oh. such a Philly chick move. I love it. It's such and a Philly. And she fucking
0: ratted out her own yeah. party. So then am doing so a, then, a fucking so then, party for you Saturday, you fucking asshole. And you better act surprised <laughs> and let your friends fool you, you
1: asshole. It's such a Philly chick move. I, I I loved it. I was I thought it was so. I was like, I'm not even mad, dude. That's fucking hilarious. That uh, wow. That she just
0: burned him out of spite. I love that she made you drive halfway to fucking wherever the fuck you drove.
1: Yeah, that that she could have fucking yeah. It's like you fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like maybe we could have just taken. So how the did pizza they? Rid. How did your
0: friend find out that he knew?
1: He told him at oh. the. He told my buddy. My buddy, who the party was for, told my other friend at the party and said, Don't tell Joe tonight because he was too scared I was going to get mad at his girl. And he was like, Don't tell him tonight.
0: Let's just have fun. So, have a nice time. Yeah. I've never uh, had somebody throw me a surprise party. Never? No. I don't have any. Uh, I don't think I would mind it. The younger me would have minded it. I've been like all weirded out. Like, All right, hey, now what I got to do? Give a speech. I'll tell you what, though, the closest I've come is when you took
1: me, when you set up that birthday dinner for my 40th. I mean, I knew about it, <clears throat> but you took me to dinner, and then, then we went to the to the uh, union, um, or what's it called? The, um, Christ, the, the VF, the, the oh
0: yeah, 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 the,
1: uh, the place, the American Legion, Imagine American Legion, and, um, and then we went in there. You said we all you'd said was we're going to go drink at the, the Shining Bar. Uh-huh. And we went in. But then you had a cake there and a bottle of whiskey. And it was it was nice. That was oh, nice. that was that was like, a semi surprise. Yeah, that was,
0: you know, it was yeah. really nice. It was the whiskey dick of, uh, you know, surprises there, Joe.
1: Yeah, I had the same fucking thing set up for you. And then you got sick and called out of it. What was that for your 50th? So where's the cake? It's Just rotten away somewhere? No, I had to cancel it because you called me the morning of. You're like, I can't do it tonight. I'm sick. We'll reschedule. And then we, oh. and then we didn't do it for like two
0: months. Yeah, nobody's going to do it for 51. <laughs> Nobody throws a surprise party for a 51-year-old. You got to do it at 50. Yeah, no, I had a, I had a cake. I think the icing said
1: uh, uh, our little princess became a queen today. You know, something like that. No,
0: you gave me that.
1: Oh no! I wrote it. I remember. I ended up writing it on the booze I bought for you on the card. The thing that oh, was supposed that to be on the cake. I ended funny. up just That's writing. That's funny that it I, on the I remember
0: booze. the joke. Yeah. Oh, Joe. I only turned fifty once, and I blew it. You blew it. You blew it.
1: No, nah, we, we didn't blow. We had a great fucking time when we did end up going out.
0: Well, Joe, you know something.
1: What, Bill? I, you know, no something?
0: I've thrown. I've thrown Nia a surprise party. When one of her birthdays, we went out to a bar, and, and she didn't know, and all her friends were there, and she fucking loved it. Why, why didn't you invite me to that? Joe, you know, I wanted her to be surprised in a good way. I <laughs> uh. wanted her to enjoy herself, Joe. You know, Joe, you're, you're, you know, you're not easy on the eyes. You know, somebody gets surprised, and all of a sudden, they're looking at your fucking mug. <laughs> Uh, her
1: 40th was a lot of fun. It wasn't a surprise, but it was fun. Yep,
0: her 40th was fun. Being Damn. on that boat that I have no recollection of walking off of. Oh, God, dude, a That boat was a fucking booze cruise. Dude, She yeah, she pitched me that. I want to have like a little boat ride. And I was like, all right. And I thought it was going to be like me and like fucking three other people. I did not know it was fucking half of L.A. was going to show fucking up.
1: Fucking Al Madrigal. I love the guy. What a, what a cunt. What a cunt. <laughs> I call the next day. I go, dude. I completely blacked out from that Dramamine your wife gave me, because uh-huh. she gave me a Dramamine because I felt seasick. I go, dude. I blacked out. I go, I don't. Know, I don't remember leaving the boat or how I got. I don't know how I got home. Right. I just woke up on my couch this morning. Uh huh. And he goes, yeah, man. Just talk to my wife about that. She seems to think it was the nine whiskeys you drank. <laughs>
0: I was like, you fucking
1: cunt. <laughs> Al, not the white you know, I'm talking about Al. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> truth hurts, Joe. Yeah. He's he just I uh just he, talked to my wife and yeah. she thinks, she seems to think.
1: Yeah, he cuts deep, dude, because he's he says it so fucking just
0: you know, oh, yeah, no. with no emotion oh, behind no. it. You know? You're just like, you motherfucker. He's half Mexican, half Sicilian dude, I'm telling you. He gets right to it how's he doing man i haven't seen him in a minute he's doing great he's doing well i mean i'm sure
1: but yeah. we, we so I, I having seen... a
0: phone conversation here there's supposed to be a fucking you just like asking about random people here i just asked how our friend al's doing he's doing great you know that's a guy you throw a surprise party for bill if you oh could God. throw a surprise party <laughs> for one person joe who would it be uh of like living or dead no like, or in my life in your life joe my mom and dad, honestly. Surprise! Your son's still a fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess my mom and dad. Oh, that's great, Joe. Yeah, that's a very wholesome answer. I don't really have a lot of comedy that can get out of that. Well,
1: you know, man, Bill, I, you know, they've done so much for me over the years, and you know, you want to give back a little bit. That'd be I nice. Do. They got a huge Joe, anniversary you sitting coming. there
0: leaning on your, hel- your scooter helmet, you know, like you just won a fucking MotoGP race is one of my favorite things I've seen in a while. Look at you, Joe. You're fucking, you got tattoos. You're engaged. You're, you're riding around on a scooter. I mean, look at you. You're fucking European over here. Yo, I scoot all over the fucking place. They call you Scooter now, Joe? You, you ain't seen. You
1: ain't even seen me scoot, dude. But I scoot. You're oh, I scoot. You part of a little scooter club now? Yeah, you know, a little fucking... You know, (laughs) you guys all go
0: riding in a cluster. Yeah, we go get ice cream, (laughs) gelato, gelato on the weekends. (laughs) Um,
1: What's the most surprise you've ever been in your entire life?
0: Uh, The New England Patriots winning that first Super Bowl.
1: That's literally the most surprise you ever were? Yeah,
0: as far as just stunned.
1: No, uh, well, yeah, but I mean, there's there's something leading up to that. That's not really a surprise. We went with the
0: fucking space shuttle blowing up. I mean, that was pretty surprising. Jesus Christ! Well, yeah, sure. If that's the answer, yeah, that was a pretty big one. I remember Uh, Bob Crane getting strangled to death. That really (laughs) fucked me up. But we really want to go back to shit that really fucking disturbed me when I was a real little kid and I thought wrestling was real and this guy was booting this guy in the head and I was, it made me sick to my stomach. Uh, I
1: don't know why I just thought of this, but I've been watching the reruns of the Dennis Miller HBO show. Oh yeah. Dude, I don't want to get off. I don't want to get on a They're dude. so funny, dude. He did one. The, the, the one I was watching the other day was, was like when the, the Catholic church scandal happened. Oh yeah. And he does like a joke about it at the TV. And he just after the joke, he goes, "Hey priests, here's the thing: stop fucking kids, okay?" <laughs> <laughs> and just right back into the bits.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, guy makes me laugh, Joe. Dude. That
1: was a rough one, man. Yeah, that was a that was that a was surprise. A, you know, yeah, that was a surprise. That
0: one, huh? That was a surprise. Okay. <laughs> that was a surprise. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I went light. I went light, and then you brought all this fucking darkness in. All right, I'm going to go the whole way. Let's do uh, it. Thurman Munson dying in a plane crash. Who's... Catcher for the New York Yankees. And I fucking hated him because he was a Yankee, and there was a big rivalry between him and Carlton Fisk. And then all of a sudden, he was fucking dead, and I felt really bad. All right. That surprised me. That surprised me. John Denver surprised me when he died. Oh, I saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Got the glasses. His eyes were barely open. It was inevitable. Joe was oh, going to happen. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Rocky Mountain High, <laughs> Colorado. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, country roads take me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All do you, right. Do you think he was wearing one of his furry Colorado jackets? This is Probably. so bad, Joe. What are we doing this? <laughs> Tragedy plus time. It's been Tragedy long. Tragedy plus time. All right. Uh, Who else? What else surprised you? No, I'm trying to think of like literally the, the like most. Nancy Kerrigan? Why? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, God. That was
1: awesome when that happened. That's my favorite new uh, Olympic <laughs> thing that's ever taken
0: place. It was so bad remember, remember Tony V had this bit when she's going, why me? Why me? And he goes, why not you? He goes, was it supposed to be me? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you fucking better than me? <laughs> Think you're special? Uh, I, uh, that marathon runner shitting herself. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that was surprising no but i mean did somebody ever give you something you were like holy shit man this is fucking amazing
1: i know i've gotten gifts like that and i of course i can't remember any of them right now but you know you you get a gift and you go oh my god man you got me this like this is crazy um oh i got a great one
0: don't point at me you son of a bitch i got
1: a great don't
0: one. you fucking point at me
1: <laughs> bobby hates that too my right right. point Get your fucking E.T. fingers out of my face. <laughs> um, the, uh, my birthday last year.
0: Motherfucker. At,
1: motherfucker. At the bar that you came to, um, my friends Crystal, Brian, Vince, and Georgia gave me a Super Famicom, which is a Japanese video game system that I wanted very badly and never in a million years thought Anybody was keeping tabs on me. Oh, that's nice. And uh, they gave it, and I was super fucking surprised. That was a big one. That was like one of those gifts where I was like really moved, you know, because mm-hmm. somebody took like a men-
0: my friend Crystal took like a mental note. Somebody finally cared about you, Joe.
1: Yeah, for once, you know, for once. Uh, did you getting, I to, did did you get a gift like me.
0: that. I'll tell you what surprised me: that a man of your age still plays video games. I know you don't approve no i don't give a shit no no. no dude I, I used to play video games i didn't play them at all when i was a kid then when i became an adult i fucking i got the uh i got the playstation and then i got a playstation 2 i played medal of honor and then grand theft auto 3 siphon filter 2 and they just consumed my fucking life specifically grand theft auto 3 i got all the cheats i would just go on a rampage and just shoot people and fucking run over people and it was consuming my life, and I just, I just one day I unplugged it, took all the fuck, everything out of it because I knew I'd never figure it out again and just stuck it in the back of my closet, and that was it. I don't play much, dude. At the most, I'll play an hour a day, at the most. Joe, I've always heard you don't play.
1: <laughs> at the most. I'm not, I, don't, I can't sit there for hours, No. and I usually play things. an hour before bed, and then I'll get tired and go to sleep. No, that's not bad no i keep it i keep it way to me it's way more about the collecting i I really appreciate the medium of what they are like so i like collecting and i do like playing but i'm not obsessed do you know what i do before i go to bed joe jerk your fucking little pig cock
0: (laughs) maybe i'm guessing no i make a head sandwich out of two pillows Oh, i nice. just I just hold it together so i don't have to listen to fucking whatever reality show my wife is watching in the bedroom yeah i took the tv out of my bedroom you know what i was the one that wanted one in there because i thought we were going to be watching sports center and all that and she just fucking what, what are you thinking i don't know what i was thinking joe <laughs> what, what, that, what was, a a that was a surprise That a fucking that was a surprise all right that i don't ever watch late night sports that it's just going to be these fucking who is screaming at each other. Joe, they never get along. I I don't give a fuck where they go. There's going to be a fight. What is she watching? Like Real Housewives and shit like that? Real Housewives, hip-hop tattoo parlor thing. Uh, Fucking that show about the restaurant with Jax and all of those guys. Uh, What is that one's called? Jax. The guy's name is Jax like you know you have a friend named jack it's like plural yeah like jack's like the old game no i yeah no well, i
1: understand the word i don't know who that is though in a restaurant vanderpump rules oh
0: okay wow i, I hate, can't believe I remember that i hate all that shit i can't stand it well there was one part of it that i enjoyed this they, she fired this guy and he started crying like what you can't do that to me i need my job oh my god she's like yeah you're fired and i i got i loved it i was like yeah let that fucking baby go home mm-hmm. i enjoyed that i uh i don't know the show at all oh joe you're not missing anything
1: i, I don't like that real ramsey is as far as i'll go with reality stuff what is ramsey gordon think? ramsey gay porn i like gordon ramsey stuff Oh, i thought it was a gay porn no well that too but you know no, I like I like the Gordon Ramsay stuff, but that's as far as I can go with the reality TV. I can't do it anymore.
0: Oh, look at that, Steve Byrne just texted me. Just watched Front Runner, enjoyed the film, and congrats, you did a great job. And that, yeah, people got to see that movie. Should tell him to go fuck himself. No, Joe, I made a, I was <laughs> in a fucking really good movie, but it gets buried by Aquaman. <clears throat> uh, I look forward to seeing it. It's a fuck. It's a really interesting story. Where can I see it? Uh, at this point, iTunes. Did you meet Clive
1: Owen or whoever played Gary C- Condon? What the fuck? Who's Gary Hart. Gary Hart.
0: Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Jackman yeah, I mean. Hugh Jackman. Speaking of uh, Wolverine from our last episode. Yes. Yes, did yes you I meet did. Hugh J- was he nice? He was a sweetheart. Yeah. He yeah. seems like a nice guy. Ridiculously nice guy. And one of the best actors I ever worked with. Yeah? Yeah, he was fucking amazing. Came in Vera, Vera Farmiga. Kill it in that movie. I'm a big Vera Farmiga fan. Well... I got a movie for you, Joe. It's called The Front Runner, directed <laughs> by Jason Reitman. Get it uh, on iTunes now. I'm a big Jason Reitman fan. There you go. I'm a big Hugh Jackman fan. You know he's directing the next uh, Ghostbusters. Do you know what? The only, the only now old... has that ever happened before, Joe? Has has a a father directed a a franchise and then the son didn't uh, a well, movie? Well, it sort of happened
1: with Star Wars. Lawrence Kasdan wrote. Empire Strikes Back, and then he co-wrote, I think he co-wrote Return of the Jedi, and then he co-wrote The Force Awakens, and then his son wrote Solo with him. I'm saying directing, though. No. as Well, I don't know. Maybe. But as a writer. But now Lawrence Kasdan, who also wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark, his don't son... Don't
0: fucking point me at your yeah. fucking ET fingers.
1: His son is now writing the Mother the fucking. final Indiana Jones movie, too. So he kind of stepped into his dad's... Is it
0: really the final one, Joe? I mean, if it comes out and makes all the money you know it's going to make, are they really not just going to do a reboot? Uh, well, they probably will. But yeah. the final one with Harrison Ford. Let's I got to be right. honest with you. I was kind of against the reboots, but if they do a reboot right... You know, I don't. So yeah. if you had a reboot, this is speaking of surprises. OK, by the way, Joe, if you had to th- if you had to throw me a surprise party, how would you do it? Uh, Bill, <laughs> I, was I thought you going to give me shit when you say my name. Uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> Bill, I have no. No, I'm tr- I honestly
1: I type. He uh, stopped me on that one. I don't know. I would take you. I, how would i get you like the like, i know exactly how, how I would, would surprise i trick you.
0: you i know exactly how i'd surprise you i'll
1: tell you what i would do i'd get you i'd say i'd say uh, d- d- you'd be an easy surprise here's why i'd say bill, call me a whore no i say bill i found this fucking drinking man's bar downtown uh,
0: i'd be the easiest guy ever to
1: whack i mean and, and you, you mean. go i'd say dude please we got to go down there i know you're not drinking but we, just, please can we just have a day can you just commit me to commit this to me, please? We
0: got to go to this place. No, I'm once. not going there if I'm not drinking. And you'll go, okay? Let's... No, that's not what I, I. I just told you what I'd say.
1: And then, no, I'd say I'd say, come on, this, let this, oh, this be is one a of fantasy, the... okay, Joe? So I go along with it, all right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, I don't what, plan what, on
1: doing this. What so. happens
0: next? Why well, know I would surprise you,
1: and then I would just take you to the place, and then all your friends would be there,
0: and you'd be this huge thing to the place I belong. <laughs> <laughs> so bad i know what i'd do with you joe what's that i put a sack over you yeah and And i knock the sense out of you and i'd tie your arms and legs together and I throw you in the pool (laughs) surprise and my uh, my friends in the pool we let you drown a little bit and then we yank you out and then we give you a fucking old-fashioned beat down no old-fashioned if you weren't drinking i'd do it at a steakhouse then then I would I'd take you to like an old school steakhouse. Joe, meat is murder. Okay, yeah. strike two. Uh, so is your act. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh,
1: are you excited, dude? Because you haven't you haven't uh, shot it yet. But by the time this comes out, you might have already shot it. You're going to shoot your new hour. Oh yeah. What's it going to be called?
0: Uh, thank you. Good night. <laughs> Seriously? No. Oh, that's not a bad title, man. No, because that's all I'm looking forward to. It's just saying we're It's done. that second show. Thank you. Good night. And I know it's done. And I know I had a good time. Yeah, Joe, so it's the fucking stress of these things. It just, you know, I'm trying to enjoy the fucking process of it. But I I I enjoy just fucking going out and doing a show. So I just look at it that way. You want to film this fucking thing? Because I'm just doing a show. I'm not going out there and being like, oh, my God, I missed the tag. I got to do the tag of the second show. <clears throat> Cannibalize right. that and put it in the first one. I'm not fucking doing that. Where are you shooting it? Uh, Royal Albert Hall in London. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, so I'm taking a little risk here, Joe. You're shooting it at... Roy- that's fucking insane, dude. Yeah, it is insane. That's huge. It is huge. And all I have is shit jokes, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Mazel That's seriously... That's that's hey, pretty mind-blowing. Hey, yeah, let's dude. not mock the Jews here, Joe. You don't have a Jewish... <laughs> drop of blood in you.
1: So you're gonna... That's pretty cool, too. You're gonna do it overseas. I like that. Yeah,
0: boy, I think each one's gotta be a little different... Yeah. You no, know, this one's black and white. This one's got a crazy shirt. This one's uh yeah. do a little this step. This one's this one's funny. This, this one's is, fun. <laughs> <laughs> this one's worth watching. Everyone's a little different, Joe. The, uh, what uh, wh- what are you going to call it, do you know yet, honestly? Yeah, I do, but I'm not you don't gonna, say I it. don't want to tell you the name because it's the the, the the rate, it's a more of a it's a presentation is what I call them now. When everybody's doing one, they're not specials anymore. I'm doing a comedy presentation. And are you doing it for Netflix? Yeah, yes, I am. Okay. All right, well, great. Any more questions there, Joe? Jesus Christ. I just wanted to know about that. I, yeah. want, to, I want to enjoy the process. Joe with Silva you, over there. Um, <laughs> no, that's exciting, man. It's exciting It is exciting. Doing a new special. It is exciting, uh, but this is also going down while we're writing the fourth season of Efforts for Family. And I ended up getting a random acting gig, which was fucking great. In the middle of it, so like, as this business works, Joe, it's fucking feast or famine. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward. To, I don't, look, I'm going have a great time, obviously, when I do it. But when I say thank you, good night, on the second one, and and it's done, um, then I I can just I can just fucking chill.
1: Do you get to spend a little time in London, no. or do
0: you got to come right back? No, I'm fucking touring through the UK. You know, leading up to the special, and then I, uh, I just go there and knock it out. My my thing is, I know I'm going to enjoy. it. I just wish it was tonight. Let's just fucking do it. I just hate that looming. Well, I mean, ten more days, nine more days. It's like, for fuck's sakes, how 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 much longer can I sit here eating Brussels sprouts not drinking, Joe?
1: It's it's surprising t- to hear somebody at your level is is. You know, has that kind of anxiety about it, but it's a good thing that you do. It's why you stay sharp, and it's so why you know what it is. It's, be it's because I care. <laughs> Seriously, that is what it is. <laughs> that really is what it is. It is the second you start waltzing out, like go fuck yourselves. You know, it's you know.
0: Yeah, I got this. What could go wrong?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've only done one hour, and I remember sitting next to the stage before I went on, watching the warm-up guy. Going, what the fuck did I do? This was a mistake. Like, why did you think that? I just thought I bit off more than I could chew, and I thought I just was like, I I fucked up. That's a surprise for you, huh, Joe? (laughs) You you didn't think you'd be thinking that. Yeah, I thought I fucked up, and then I
0: and then I walked on, and it was like one of the best shows I've ever had. It was fine. That's how it works. Funny. That's how funny guys' brains work. People who stink are excited to do a special. They can't wait to get out there and do the their shit yeah i find generous everybody that i know that is good they they for the most part they just oh god <laughs> i gotta do this fucking thing the stupid ass cameras and that fucking makeup on <laughs> i just want to do my goddamn show you know
1: where where the we talked last episode about the toupee where where you should do it on the special <laughs> put this uh there you go that's
0: different <laughs> i look i uh I would love to play somebody in a movie with a bad toupee. I mean, I would fucking have the best time ever doing that.
1: Did you wear a hair thing in the Gary Hart thing?
0: No. Have you ever had to? Have they ever put you with a piece of any kind? When I had hair and I was losing it, they would do that shit where they would fill in the bald spot in the back of my head. Right. Um, And I think, yeah, but then... I didn't get, like, a lot of acting work, so then I just shaved my head, so then it's just kind of, like... How much hair do you have if you grow it in? I don't know. I've been shaving my head for a while. I mean, I still got, I don't know, I still got, like, it's... I was getting the, uh, what is it, the the monk thing. Okay. The Friar Tuck thing. I had it in the back. Okay. You weren't getting, like, the widow's peak up front. No, I wasn't. (laughs) But, like, if you're going to go, I think that that's the way you want to go, is from the front to the back, because... You can hang on to it longer or whatever. Like, I don't know. But I I will say that if if you are losing it, you know, just shaving your head is the best. It's the best. Because then people think you look weird with hair. And then you just, that's what you look like. And then also you get the better roles. Right. Because you're going to play some piece of shit. And who wants to fucking be the good looking guy? Right. Not like that was ever an option for me. But I'm just saying, like, they always seem to have the shit roles. All the good looking people. I'd take the... Uh, Stop. Don't move. I'll take... Please. I would take the bad... I'd rather be the bad guy running down the alley. I would take the spot over the receding. Personally. Joe, be, your words are you want. Just be careful. You got a nice head of hair. Don't be saying
1: that I'm shit. just saying, if I had to pick one, I would do the spot. Oh, yeah, why? Because that's easier to, to, to hide, and, and that's easier to... The receding... I would just be so scared. It would be like George Costanza, fucking. You know what I mean?
0: Like, well, yeah. That's that's where you're. That's where you're headed to. Towards. You're headed for self destruction. You're headed for <laughs> self destruction. I would like the. So, so I, therefore, I'd like the spot over the receipt. See what I'm saying? I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I never really thought about it. It just sort of happened, and then I just shaved well, my head. think about it, it hit, right and now. And it Bill, was over. Surprise. It's time to think about it. <laughs> I mean, all these people going on, there, fucking taking hair from the back of their head and stapling on the top of their head. And then sometimes it still ends up falling out. And then the weird thing is then you've invested so much of that your money in, in fucking reseeding the top of your head. Now you got to dye your fucking hair. And then it just... I just I feel like i don't know the way i'm wired that's just a slippery slope to go down. you know what's true well, is when you stop you get the plugs and then what then you're gonna get the fucking botox then you and gotta get and you... and you already got the butt plugs <laughs> bill you don't need the <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't need the fucking plugs on the other end too it's too many plugs it's too many plugs it balances
0: me out joe <laughs> this guy's got air plugs he's got butt plugs <laughs> We yeah, need a and third
1: coming going. We, we need the third plug there. <laughs> um, you know what's true, dude? Black don't crack. That is absolutely true. I was watching. No, it, it isn't. Well, here's why I say it's true. It isn't, Joe. They take care of themselves. They use lotion. Well no no no, I just mean like you don't you don't age the same. I was watching a, an interview with Spike Lee today. I thought he was like 48 years old. He's fucking 61. Yeah, but dude. they
0: put they use lotion, Joe. White people don't use lotion. Does that stop you from wrinkling though? Yes. Moisturizing. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Dude, my some of my relatives don't use it and they fucking they one of my relatives, dude, his arm, he was getting the old man arms where he had like the wrinkles. I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on with you? He goes, oh, I just thought I was about getting older. Dude, like I could literally like, it was like he had dandruff on his arms. Ew. Yeah. So I like, I went out and I had to fucking buy him lotion. There's no information in the white community about using lotion. Uh, okay. Yeah. And that's why people's just all crack up. They Uh-oh. don't, they, they, yeah. All right. Black people, when they get ashy, it's, it's really obvious. White people, because you're already white, you can't really fucking tell. You just know you're itchy, and you don't know why. I watched a documentary with Rachel True in it the other day. She's like 51 or 52 now. She looks fucking amazing. Can I just give some people some advice? You know what? Use the Kiehl's facial moisturizer. Have a nice facial scrub first, and then use that shit, and then on your, then, get a, then you get a different lotion for your body that's what you do right you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna age gracefully look at me joe i'm fucking almost 51 years old i don't have a wrinkle on my face and i'm a fucking redhead right man joe i'm 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 gorgeous over here i don't know what you look <laughs> like. no it's all right all right I, i'm gonna moisturize yeah. more well you got the olive skin joe when are you gonna get the face tattoo like wheezy when are you gonna do that like wheezy isn't he that the carter guy doesn't he have one of the like a fucking, one of the deck Oh, the rap for Wheezy. I thought yeah. you meant Weezy from uh Jefferson? Jeffersons.
1: I was no, like, no. Well, did she have a face tattoo? No, oh God, no. Uh, I don't think I'm ever going to get a face tattoo. I'm going to get something here, though. I know what I want to get right here. And he's pointing to his left arm. What are you going to get there, Joe, huh? I, I don't want to tell you, but I'm going to get something there. Oh, God. It's bad enough you got to talk about the fucking thing once you get it to everybody. You don't feel like talking about it before, too. Well, don't you do it for the fucking attention? No, I just like the way they look. You know? I'm never mad if... I'm never, like, disappointed if somebody doesn't ask me about my fucking tattoo.
0: I'm, I'm annoyed, to be honest. Why don't honest. you get a couple of sleeves, Joe? Make your scooter seem more badass.
1: Well, I do want to fill out some space, because I feel like I got a lot of empty space, and it it draws too much focus to... The actual work? Just to,
0: to to certain things. You know what I mean? I've always liked the space. When you have, like, the the whole fucking sleeve, like I can't tell what's going on. Well, I don't want a sleeve like that. I just
1: would like to have some more... I would like to. Ba- I'm a very like balanced kind of OCD kind of guy, so I like to. I would like to have stuff to kind of balance out the the weight a bit, you know.
0: Oh, so you want to do your other forearm? Uh, why, why don't you get a screaming eagle on that, Joe? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like the screaming for vengeance?
1: Yeah. I, if I like that record more, I'd get that fucking thing tattooed on me. That's the coolest thing
0: I've ever seen in my life. Why don't you put it on your ass and uh, <laughs> go to a Juice Pre Show and see what happens? <laughs> I love Priest, but I, I do
1: too, man. Vengeance isn't one of my. Screaming, f- screaming, I don't like screaming it as much vengeance. as some of the other ones. But that fucking eagle on the front—that's the coolest record cover of all time. That like iron fucking hawk. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh my god, man, that thing is awesome looking. Their new record's pretty good, is it? Yeah, it's not bad. Rob can still sing, dude. Dude, he can still—I mean, gee, sing isn't isn't the word. It's he can
0: fucking whale dude he, he belted it out what are you doing over here joe you're just... checking the clock am i boring you i was looking at your balls <laughs> <laughs> there's another surprise for you there joe uh joe how old were you when you got your glasses and were you surprised that your eyes went bad that long you've been wearing glasses since i've known you i got them when i was in my 20s early why 20s. do you take them off and then put them back on like uh, i mean i could uh, see you just
1: fine you know it's like i'm not dry i need them mostly for when i'm driving and stuff oh yeah yeah, or if I'm, like, watching, like, if we were watching a movie, I'd wear them, you know? But, like, sitting here talking like this, I don't need them on. Your eyes get tired, too. You take them off for a little break.
0: Yeah, like, I think, I don't understand glasses. They strain your eyes a little bit. That's what I think. And then your eyes get worse and need more. So, like, I've needed glasses for the better part of a decade, but I just don't get them because I feel like it's just going to make my eyes worse.
1: My prescription has never changed.
0: It's, neither is your act. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, no, my prescriptions never changed. So it's that's. I don't think that that's the case.
0: It's just you know. Joe, top three historical surprises since you've been alive. Oh man! You t- well, you took my
1: best. You took the best one,
0: John Denver. No, Trojan Horse is your number. that's your number one? Oh, and those motherfuckers Sur- all came out. That that was a good one. That's a real good one, man. Uh, historic
1: surprises. Yeah, in history, I put nine eleven pretty high up the list. Nine
0: eleven, that was a shocker. JFK, Pearl Harbor. That's... I
1: wasn't alive for JFK.
0: You weren't. No. What about Pearl Harbor? Uh, I I w-
1: was not alive for that either. Oh, yeah. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nine eleven. I was talking about the TV show, the, <laughs> the movie,
0: the movie. Yeah,
1: NASA shuttle, huge. He took mine. And, uh, son of a bitch, maybe Reagan getting shot. That's pretty fucking big. Actually, how about this? Donald Trump becoming president. I was pretty surprised by that.
0: Uh, yeah, that was surprising. (laughs) Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm going to go with historical surprises. Uh, Tesla actually making an electric car without getting crushed by the other big three. Okay. Uh, the kale craze of five years ago. That was, came out of nowhere. I I've never, I had never heard of it. And all of a sudden everybody was just all about it and just like, who bought what kale farm and how did they, how the fuck they got us all into eating that shit. Yeah,
1: and then like and then like a year later, they were like, you know what's bad for you? That, that typical
0: horse shit. Oh, yeah. Well, that's for the people who spell, sell spinach, the spinach farmers. Like, we got to fucking, yeah. we got to like disparage this goddamn kale. I would say that. And then lastly, I would say Dave Grohl starting Foo Fighters and having the fucking success he did just going from being the drummer in a band where your lead singer kills himself right at the apex of your, i mean that's it it's a rap. jim morrison dies though the doors they were fucked they were fucked he was in that boat joe yeah and not only makes it again but as a front man playing guitar and sells out fucking wembley stadium yeah, i that put that crazy. right up there with the kale craze that is and crazy. whatever else I just said. That was a surprise. That is crazy.
1: Yeah, I remember being... Oh, my knife! I look at this thing. Do you like the Foo Fighters? Yeah. I like yeah. some of their stuff. I like Dave Grohl a lot, though, as like a dude. I never met him. I mean, I just I just kind of like his I whole... I like
0: him as a drummer. His whole take on stuff I like. Did you ever hear when he fucking played with uh, Killing Joke? I hate the Killing Joke. Well, his drumming on that. It's probably Put on your masks And animal skins Oh gosh Illumination I hate that Illumination He likes that band Joe you know what kills me Joe You're talking about that band As though they're like The Spice Girls Like they're this fucking Mainstream (laughs) band Like oh my god if I see one more video from Killing Joke... No, but people love... Just enough, water. <laughs> people love
1: Killing Joke. They've got... Their-
0: oh! What? Oh! <laughs> what? Now I know why you don't like them. No, 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 I Cause don't. Because people love them. That's your shit, Joe. No, 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 If no, no, people no, no, no. love something,
1: Joey don't like I it. I don't get it. I don't... I really don't get Killing Joke. Like, when Dave Grohl did that album with all of his heroes... I got. They all made sense to me. Killing was the one where I was like, "Really? I don't get that band. What's the appeal? Tell me. School me on it."
0: Uh, the only album Maybe but I just th- heard the wrong shit. I don't know. The only album I heard was the the one that he played on. I'll play the fucking track, dude. It's for the drums on it are fucking sick. They're fucking sick. That guy's like one of the best fucking drummers ever. No, I love. He's amazing. I saw them when he played with. Uh, um, them Crooked Vultures with Josh Homme from uh, Queens of the Stone Age. And John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin on bass. Yeah. And then they had this hired gun uh, to play rhythm guitar. with fucking crush. I saw him at the Wiltern. I've seen a lot of good shows at Wiltern. I saw Velvet Revolver there. I thought you said good shows. S- hey, Scott F- Weiland. What are you F- talking about? I love that band. I don't like Velvet Revolver. Of course you don't, because people like
1: it. No, I love guns, and I love Stone Temple. I didn't like Velvet Revolver. I'm allowed to not like Velvet Revolver. It's not my th- I didn't like Audio Slave either. And I love Soundgarden. I love Rage. Don't like Audio Slave. Love Public Enemy. Love Cypress Hill. Love Rage. Don't like Prophets of Rage. I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't, it doesn't work for me when the bands team up. Do you, li- do you like, you
0: don't like your food touching your food on the plate? Is that you one of those guys? It just always sounds, <sighs> I don't know. It's something about the supergroups.
1: It doesn't ever sound right to me. You know, Joe.
0: You know when you Sounds walk like a little around bit of everything. in life with that look on your face, you just—I <laughs> would think if a supergroup got together and everybody trashed it and said they hated it, I would say, you know, if I was on the Newlywed Game and they asked me, "Does Joe like this fucking thing?" I would be like, "Well, does mo- do most people hate it?" Then I would say, "Joe likes it." You're right. contrary. Joe. You're one of those guys. You can't help it. You're you're a rebel. You just you, <laughs> you go against the grain. Uh, if there's a grain, Joe, you're going. Against I like it. You uh, cut back against the grain, like even like Trav and Wilburys. I love those
1: two songs they put out, but then well, the rest of it are like,
0: all right.
1: What's the big Velvet Revolver even song if again? Joe
0: doesn't like us. It's all right. Velvet Revolver. He's probably song. listening to fucking Frank Zappa. We do, we do, do. What was it again? What the big Velvet Revolver song? Uh, I mean, I liked the whole album.
1: But what was the big song?
0: Yeah, here comes the water. (laughs) Slither was probably that big one. Okay, yeah. The Last Fight on the second album, I really liked that one, too. Were they together
1: when he died, or did they break up before that? Uh, They broke up before that. Oh, yeah,
0: way before that. They were done? Yeah, they only did, like, two albums. That was it? Yeah. That was the whole thing? That was it. That was the whole thing. That's amazing. Well, I mean, you know, they were dealing with his fucking issues. Yeah. Yeah, that guy was a mess, man. So, well, you're going out on a limb there, Joe. <laughs> what that was Joe. big? guy had some troubles. Then what was the big audio slave song?
1: Huh? What was the big audio slave song? I'm blanking on all the songs by these bands.
0: Gasoline, set it off.
1: Uh... They had a song called Set It Off Yeah.
0: Set this fucker off Set it off Set it off now people
1: That's not Set it off. That's not audio slave Set it
0: off Set it off now people Alright not... Set it off Set it off now
1: people Are you making this up? No I'm not That's not audio slave
0: Yeah you wanna bet Joe? I do Alright How much you wanna bet? A dollar I'll bet you five bucks and that'll be enough for me to fucking look it up. I got four in my pocket. Joe, that sounds like a song. <laughs> that sounds like a Sheryl Crow <laughs> song. I got four in my pocket. <laughs> Set it off. Audio slave. Go fuck yourself, Joe. Oh, don't be a hoe. Of- Here we go. That's the beginning. Yeah, that's it.
1: No, I want to hear the part that you were singing. It literally it literally sounded like you made it up.
0: Well, it's because it's me singing instead of Chris Cornell. Jesus Christ. Uh, now, Joe, you're a singer. That surprises me. Oh, shut up, Bill. Hold on. I'm looking up the <laughs> 60th. That was so mean. Uh, <laughs> Why is you really, you know, you've really been out cranking me uh,
1: the, lately. Uh, hold on. I'm going to show you the, I'm going to play the. Matthew, I Academy, loved Audio thing. Slave. Uh, you did? Yeah, Joe. I I like things. All right, Bill. I didn't say they sucked. I'm just not into it. I don't think Velvet Revolver bad. I just, thought I just didn't, wasn't into
0: it. What do you want from me? I don't know. You got this fucking look on your face like you're smelling dog shit. It's uh, annoying me. Here's the Math Out thing. That's from last episode, Joe. Oh, this episode. This is from this episode. All right.
2: One of the stagehands came over to me backstage and he said, the show is running pretty long tonight. He said, maybe it should be called Awards and Remembrance. Well, he's only a (laughs) stagehand. Not a writer. (laughs) You know, the word legend gets tossed around rather loosely these days. Army Orchard says hello to you out front two years in a row. You're a legend.
0: Who the fuck is but Army Orchard?
2: There are two people. Would you bring that back a little, please? You went too fast. There are two people. Okay, I'll read it then.
0: Tonight
2: it is my privilege to introduce two people who not only personify comedy greatness, who not only are beloved by millions of people in virtually every corner of the globe, who not only have been delighting audiences for half of this century, but who are among the only people I can think of who could get me to come here from Pacoima. Words with a C in
1: it are funny. <laughs> Just the disgust.
0: Joe, you know what surprised me? That you huh. played that entire fucking clip. Was that a was show, a surprise. Was it a showstopper? It's kind of stopped the show, Joe. Yeah. I kind of felt like I was listening to a fireside chat. I was in front of me like, a day that will live in infamy. I don't know. An award d- show.
1: <laughs> well, whatever. You played that ass song a minute ago. Joe, what oh, are you talking
0: it- about? I played it because you, you bet me $4. Speaking of which, hold on. Here's your fucking money, you Joe. Love. You know, now, if I'm not mistaken, you've written some songs. You want to put some, you want to put some of your rap material up against? Uh, Set it off. No. All right then. Why would I? Uh, you know what you are, Joe. You're just a fucking <laughs> live action YouTube commenter, aren't you? <laughs> There's you know, your Joe, four dollars, your blood take, money. I'm going to take that four dollars, Joe. And turn your it up sideways, fucking blood money. Shove it straight up your candy ass, Joe. Why do you not like so many things? This is coming from somebody. I, what don't I like? I don't know, Joe. It's just anytime like the herd likes something, all of a sudden you don't like it. Name something. I don't know. I have any time like fucking. Everything from like food courts to Stevie Ray Vaughan. If I love people, food courts. If people fucking like shit, you just don't fucking. I love know. food courts. I don't know, especially when they're playing Stevie don't Ray don't, Vaughan. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like when they supergroups try to fucking come together. I don't, I don't like that. I Listen, don't like the Oscars if they don't have a host.
1: You know, just because you don't like yourself. I don't, I don't like all. Don't of take this. it out on me. All right. But Joe,
0: you're right on both points, but I'm not taking it out on you because I don't like myself. <laughs>
1: oh shit i gotta uh
0: what do you gotta do joe where, i gotta where, roll where, yeah. where do you and your scooter have to go to you i gotta,
1: gotta scoot down to my friend's birthday party oh you do yeah are oh, you gonna surprise him with your fucking helmet hair yeah my helmet hair my little fucking thong i wore for him you know what you gonna, did, does it say happy birthday right gotta, down your ass crack <laughs> you look like you look like you're on like fucking morphine right now you look like you're passing out dude. i know what's the matter what happened that Um, fucking little cream soda put you right to betty by no
0: (laughs) no joe i just don't have any fucking free time anymore i don't know what happened and i'm just enjoying sitting in this fucking chair if you don't mind bill i i'm enjoying let me me get it joe let me guess you don't like this either oh oh what a surprise The theme of the show surprises Joe. You I, know like what, you it know what, I like you just know, fine. Oh, I like spending this time. with you. I like you just fine. You swell. You're a swell I like guy. spending this time with you. I like spending this time with you, Joe. You've been eyeballing the clock this entire episode. That's now, not I'm true. I'm going to tell you something right now, Joe. That's not true. If this was any sort of a professional operation here, I would have you talking to one of the <laughs> higher ups right now. And I, would I say, looked at Joe, it once, twice. Oh, the, oh, fir- well, the first don't, time! Don't you lie to me. The first time, idiot. the
1: first time wasn't to see if we were uh, closer. To that. The first time was because I wanted to see where we were because I was like, I better think of a good thing to talk about. Hey, Joe, how
0: would you like it if I took your four dollars and slapped you right in the face? <laughs> with <him? laughs> One at a time.
1: I look at the clock a lot. I dumped, It's a bad habit I have. It's a bad habit. Yeah,
0: it makes the listeners feel like you don't give a shit what, they, oh. what you're talking about. They didn't even know I was doing it until you pointed it out, you fucking cocksucker. You should have called me a rat.
1: Yeah, you yeah, are a rat. Isn't rat. it true that a rat folds under the... with the line? Isn't it true that a rat will do anything to survive, Mr. Burr? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I ain't no rat. <laughs> you really got
0: a Kramer-looking haircut today, Joe.
1: Well, I just you know the you fucking the breeze on. was
0: blowing. <laughs> Joe, that you is. need to get some lotion and you need some conditioner. Look what conditioner did to me and my fucking <laughs> fucking head of hair. I got to put product in. Joe, what is uh so what's the next tattoo you're
1: gonna get? I'm not telling you. Oh, it's you. gonna be a surprise. Yeah, it'll be a nice surprise. It'll say Bill Burr is a cunt uh, right on my. That's floor. not a surprise, Joe. I swear to God, I still dream of getting a uh, a keith robinson's name with a fucking line through it like the ghostbusters thing over it Oh no, that
0: that would be dumb
1: why what would it because be because once
0: everybody gets the joke then you got that dumb thing on you
1: Bill, i have to be honest it would carry me through meetings for
0: the rest of my career it'd be the way to start any conversation you know it'd be great if it's, is if your body was like an etch-a-sketch right so you could get the tattoos and then when you got sick of somebody just grabs you by your shoulders and shakes you it what all would goes they grab away. in my case? Not, oh. oh, Jesus. They grab your fucking meaty man boobs there. <laughs> <laughs> they grab your Burt Reynolds chest hair and fucking shake you upside down. Make it all go away, Joe. You want to go see that new rock movie with me that he's in? I've been dying to go I wanted to see the Laurel and Hardy movie. Oh, I want to see that. I wanted to see that. I just don't have any fucking time. Were you a big Laurel and Hardy fan? No. In fact, I didn't really even find him funny, but I'm a big John C. Riley fan, so I'm going to go see. I
1: love it. John C. Riley, and I love John Steve Coogan, and I look forward to that film. They're Don't funny. try man. to up my love
0: in that movie. That was you it's know
1: funny it, when the fat guy gets hit and he goes,
0: <laughs> "Oh, what?" In the uh, and Laurel Hardy,
1: who's the fat one? Ollie, Ollie's the yeah. fat one, right? <laughs> yeah. He would, like, get hurt, and he would go, oh, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, You know what's funny is they always try to act like Charlie Chaplin was the last one to rock the Hitler mustache, but the the fatso there in uh, Laurel and Hardy. Yes. Was Laurel was the fat guy? Hardy. No, Hardy was. Hardy. Oh, he's a Hardy guy. I get it. Oh, that's it. a good way to remember. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> yes, yeah, Stan Laurel was the skinny one. That's right. He had that the- Bing, Bing Crosby look about him. Joe, so if you could go back in time and be an extra in any silent movie, what would it be? Metropolis. Metropolis. I can't believe you had an answer for that.
1: <laughs> it's a pretty cool Dude, fucking movie. I love Metropolis. Or, or uh, Nosferatu. What is that one? The first, like, Dracula movie with the really
0: scary vampire. Oh, God, when the guy was fucking bald like me with the pointy fingers? That's mm. still scary to look at, Joe. That's yep, what I look yep. like late at night when uh, I go down to the fridge. He had your hair, in my, your head, and my fingers, Bill. You know what I didn't like is I actually had a nice line there you were so busy thinking about your own joke, you blew by it. I was making fun yeah, of I was yeah, trashing myself. Uh, I know, but you wanted... You, cause you, you said that's always, what you look like when you go down to the fridge? At night, yeah. That wasn't a great line. I thought I, had, I thought I had hope. Bill, it was shit. It was shit. <laughs> like fucking Bill, the money,
1: it's gone to your head. shit.
0: <laughs> You're lazy. <laughs> You know, Joe, I would feel bad taking your $4, but I know you don't have to put any gas in your scooter. (laughs) All right, so why don't you put on your fucking helmet, look both ways, and get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Joe, you know what's been a surprise to me? That I've spent this much time with you without slapping those fucking glasses right off your fucking face. I will tell you this
1: sincerely, because we did a little sincerity on the last episode. I'm having a blast doing this show again with you, and I'm happy we're doing it.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to do something serious. really mean. No, no, I'm serious. This is really I, fun. I, I had so much hope for that. We, this is Phil, really I'm gonna fun. I'm going to be sincere with you.
1: No, we get to sit and laugh Yo, and fucking f- fuck your mother. <laughs> I thought you were going to do
0: that. Fair enough. Fair enough. All hey, right, Hey, Jotaro's a comedy on Instagram. All right, lover boy. We'll see. Oh, Joe's dropping the mic on that one. He's got his big fucking helmet, his Alan Alder fucking army jacket. You told me you told me to leave, huh? His Nancy Sinatra fucking belt that that uh, fucking matches her boots. This scoot is made for scoot. riding, and that's just what I'll do. One of these days, Joe DeRosa's is gonna scoot all over you. Doom 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 doom. All right, fuckers, we'll see you next month.